Have you ever stunned a shark where you flip them upside down and they go to sleep? Never once have I even come close to a shark to stun it. Oh. <laughs> have you? Yeah. What? Don't say it like that. What do you mean? Well, like the little ones. God damn! From like Florida? No, it was in Catalina. No, I've never once stunned a shark. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you turn a shark upside down, they fall asleep. They like go into a catatonic state and they can't do anything. So they just like sit there. Every kind of shark. I'm sure that it would be really hard to flip a great white, but probably. (laughs) I mean, shit, if one's coming after me, I'll try it if that stat is true. Do a barrel roll. Otherwise, I'm going to be real pissed at you (laughs) when I'm wrestling a great white. (laughs) I think you got other problems if you're wrestling great white. That's true. That's true. No, I've never stunned a shark before, but I mean, I've known you for how fucking long and I've never known that you have. Um, You of all people who avoid every kind of dangerous scenario in life possible. Well, it was, I wasn't in the tank with it. It was a little shark and it was in a tank and then they were like. Flip it upside down. Yeah, if you flip these sharks upside down, then they'll go to sleep. And like you touch it on the nose and it like, whoo, it freaks out and then you like flip it upside down and then it just chills out there. Dude, that poor fucking shark. In yeah, that no, little right. tank. It's just like, dude, 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 what the fuck was that? I'm asleep. <laughs> like 1,600 times a day. Because I'm sure this was in high school, right? Like yeah. a high school group of kids. Yeah, flipping it was the sharks for around. oceanography class. Oh. How big was this shark? Like give me um, some, like It was like a two banana? feet long. Okay, I knew you were going to give me an actual fucking number that I won't be able okay, to know. Okay, this big. Whoa, two feet is that big? Yeah. That's kind of a big shark. That's like, I mean, that's like a tail four bananas. This is like a tail. It's like four bananas. <laughs> yeah, it is like like about four bananas. Like big bananas. Yeah. Now, no, like four small bananas. No, we have different definitions for small bananas. <laughs> four plantains. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me your goddamn. We've well, carried on enough about this shit. Yeah, most of it's probably going to get cut out. All right. <laughs> so my goddamn is after this adventure that we had last night. Yeah. Facebook Live. Yeah. Live, 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 live. I stayed at your house until like, I don't know, 10, 10.30 or something. Yeah. And we pulled basically an all-nighter. Basically. <laughs> I haven't done that since high school. <laughs> <laughs> and I got home and we put my kid to sleep, my toddler, to bed. Yeah, because we let the toddler stay up and play. Yeah. Which they normally go to bed at like 7.30. Yeah. So that was a late night for them. Real late. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm tired. Like he was not upset about going to bed or anything. No. He was exhausted. Yeah. We put him down and everything was fucking hunky-dory. And then like an hour later, he was like, hey, go fuck yourselves. Oh, no. And he started crying and like screaming and he was yelling for me and stuff. And I was like, oh, no, this isn't happening. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And so Brandon went in there eventually. Like, we let him cry for a while. But then does he go back down? Yeah. yeah, Like this. It's not going away. Yeah. Something's up. So then Brandon went in there. By the way, sorry, if you can hear all of the kids playing, they're at my house. Pretty sure that one's mine cackling. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we got a crisscross crash, so they're having a great fucking time. Oh, yeah. It's blowing my kid's mind. (laughs) But um, so then Brandon went in there to comfort him or whatever, and he got him to go back to sleep, and then there was that. And then like an hour later, he fucking woke up again. Uh Uh-oh, God. Are you kidding me? What the hell, man? Yeah. And then never you. No, he sleeps through the night like great. And then- That only lasted for like a couple minutes and then he put himself back to sleep. And we're like, okay, great. Brandon yeah. didn't even wake up for that one. <laughs> so you were like, okay, great. Yeah. And then he did it again like 30 minutes later or something. Oh, shit. And so Brandon was like, fuck, I'll go in there. Like it worked last time. I'll just try and put him down again. And so yeah. he went in there and then like 
was he minutes. saying anything like when you went in there like i'm not tired or no he just cries at you oh, okay <laughs> 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 yeah basically and he's like sad and then yeah. you can rub his back and stuff and, and then, then he, he settles down yeah he's fine but so then like two minutes later brandon comes into our room with my kid and I'm no like, son of a bitch no yeah leave him in there i know let him cry <sighs> but also i wanted to sleep yeah. and but then i know when my kid's in the bed like he's not gonna sleep he's no. just gonna be all over me or whatever oh right? my gosh my kid i can never share a bed with him he just kicks me in the forehead all the time yeah constantly like throat kicks and yeah. stuff yeah and I, can... I had the baby that i was like laying down with because i was feeding her oh yeah so you're like no no no. yeah don't kick her in the soft spot no so getting elbows to the throat yeah not fun exactly so he brought him in and then he fucking passed out we're like okay you gotta oh, lay nice. down though and he was just like fucking done two minutes later he's snoring Aww. and it was the cutest thing in the world and i was like oh my god i want to sleep with him always but also never again. yeah like let's not keep this up yeah like but, i want it just for today exactly but it was really cute and then i had my husband and my toddler and my baby and me and Your both whole fucking dogs and yeah. the cats and i couldn't move in my little bed but my heart was so full it's like oh, this is great Aww. <laughs> yeah that's my goddamn oh i thought it was gonna be like something terrible and it ended out nice no it's pretty nice um i guess it's terrible that he came into bed but it's also nice because i was like i get to cuddle my baby yeah but i, I didn't like have him. to cuddle him he wasn't like i will touch you on only you yeah yeah like he was further to brandon's side so <laughs> like i got to choose yeah Aw, sweet yeah. little boy. What's your goddamn? Okay, so mine is, I kind of mentioned it a lot last night. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, since I've been fucking sick for like 300 years now, I've had this sweet cough going along with the fucking pneumonia lung. Mm-hmm. And I have either pulled a muscle in my rib or I broke a rib or I am feeling my lungs or oh, something from yeah. coughing so much. Holy motherfucking shit balls. I've been there. Oh, I was there when I was pregnant, but this is almost like worse only because when I was pregnant, it was like an isolated event. Like it happened for three days or something. Mm -hmm. And this has been going on for so long and I keep re-injuring it mm -hmm. like every time I cough. Mother fuck, it hurts so bad. And today in line getting Starbucks for you and uh, me, I said so aggressively. You're like, welcome. Yeah, getting <laughs> Starbucks for you. No, when I was getting Starbucks to come here, I coughed so fucking hard that I pulled it again or oh, some shit. Yep. Because then I was killing me. I went to, when I had fucking, I don't know, whatever I had, my death lung thing. Yeah, you had it forever too. Yeah, I had Didn't it forever. Brandon have pneumonia during that time? Probably. You probably had pneumonia too. I probably did too. What the fuck is up with that? We're too young for this shit. I know, right? Stupid. But I went to the doctor and I was like, yo, I think I broke my rib. And she was like, I mean, maybe we can do an x-ray on it, but... Like, it's probably just bruised or something. And I was like, cool, what do I do? And she's like, mm, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Like, if it still hurts in three to four weeks, then, like, come talk to me. Yeah. We'll figure out what you should do. Otherwise, Ugh. good luck. Peace be with you. Nothing makes it better either. I'm living off of ibuprofen and mm -hmm. it's not doing shit. Yep. And it's weird because it hurts under my boob, but then, like, I can touch the rib and mm -hmm. it's in my armpit side boob area. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. And then this whole time I thought it was just my lungs because literally when I had, when I was diagnosed with the pneumonia, I could feel where it was in my lungs, like 
on my left side it was up higher on my right side it was down lower and you're like oh it's my ribs yeah well no that was my lungs the doctor was like that's exactly where your pneumonia is right and I was like oh shit and it's like a stabbing pain mm-hmm. and this is a stabbing pain too but I now that I can like pinpoint and actually touch the rib I'm like oh it's like an outside injury Ugh. which is I'm so thankful I would much rather have that than like me still be feeling pneumonia at this point yeah I'm yeah that's true. so much antibiotics that's true but anyway so every time I like try to laugh or breathe deep or hiccup or cough. I'm like, uh, uh, and sneeze, fucking forget about it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. When mine was really bad, I would sneeze and I would like dread it. Yeah. Like, I would stop sneezing or like look at whatever I had to do and be like, elephant, peanut butter, rub your elbow. Yeah. Try to get rid of it. Yeah. All yep. the things. If I had to sneeze and I did, it, I like, I would yell. Yeah. Like, fuck. Me too. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. And then I like hold my boob together. Like, maybe that'll help it. And it doesn't mm-hmm. help. No. God damn. So if you see me molesting myself occasionally <laughs> and trying to stifle coughs just like I just tried to do in that sentence, you're, you'll know why. <laughs> you're not just real excited about my story. <laughs> no, it just hurts. <laughs> okay, are you ready? So ready. My story, I'm actually really excited to tell, Ooh. but uh-huh. I know you already know it Oh, okay. because we have texted about this fucking years before we ever had podcasts where really? we would just like randomly be like, holy fucking shit, read this Wikipedia page. Or we would send pictures to each other and be like, this lady had her face transplanted. You oh, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like that shit. So I know you know the story. All right. You might not recognize his name, but when I hit a certain part of the story, you'll be like, I fucking know this. All right. I'm excited. But maybe you don't know all of it because, yeah. you know, who knows? Chances probably- are I didn't fucking research it for a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> and it did get brought up on our Facebook group page. I didn't look who suggested it because oh. I was like, oh, I know that one. I'm suggesting it. But <laughs> I totally should have given somebody some fucking credit. Yeah. Okay. This is the story of Joe Roy Metheny, which is also the best fucking last name ever. Metheny? Metheny. <laughs> did he have a daughter named Crystal so you could call her Crystal Metheny? Oh, dear Lord Jesus. <laughs> I wish he did. He had a son. I wonder what his son's name was. Mm, Ice. Methany, ice methany, yeah. mm, ice. We call them ice. It's just another word for drugs. Ah. Snow, snow, snowball. We call them snow for short. Yeah. Eight ball methany. Yeah, <laughs> that one's actually pretty good. <laughs> I don't know his son's name, but missed opportunity that probably happened. Yeah, right. All right. Joe Roy Methany was born March second, nineteen fifty five. And he grew up with a rough childhood, as they all do. Mm -hmm. When he was six years old, his father, who was like a raging alcoholic, he ended up dying in a car accident. I'm assuming from, you know, alcohol-related shit. Yeah, part of that rage. Yeah. He died in a car accident, and this left his mother to care for six children on her own. Ugh, God. Ugh. Okay, so here's where the next part comes into play because she's a mom alone with six kids right Mm -hmm. according to joe his mom often neglected the kids because she would work multiple jobs as a waitress barmaid and food truck driver nice just the driver not the food truck food preparer you need a special person to drive it i don't know i would think that you would just like drive it to a place and be like i'm here now what if food truck is something totally different like she just delivered bread oh it could be that yeah i was thinking of like food truck like Roach coach. Yeah, roach coach. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, she had a lot of fucking jobs to provide for all these kids. Mm -hmm. And he claims that his mom would often send the kids to go live with other people in like a foster home like arrangement, but not 
technically through the system it would just be like people she knew yeah like go hang out with your aunt yeah go live with them for a week because i'm gonna be fucking working 80 jobs so that you guys can wear shoes right yeah his mom denies that this ever happened though she's like i fucking busted my ass for those kids they were not neglected right yeah joe was an above average student in school and he was actually very bright and polite as a kid and he was like described as like a kind child growing up all right but joe hated his mom so much from his childhood that he would tell others that she was dead jesus and his mother would go on later to say that like i said she never really neglected the children and if joe felt that way that like he had been neglected that that was his own fault so it's kind of hard to tell you know what side of the story is true yeah like i'm sure there was some form of neglect because how the fuck can you not neglect six children and work 1800 jobs i feel like i'm neglecting one of my two children with one job yeah (laughs) and a husband and one job yeah oh god I was literally just telling somebody the other day, I'm like, there is, I mean, this sounds so fucking conceited, but as a mom, you are so needed by so many people. And then like by the end of the- Not even needed, just wanted. Like, mom, I want fruit snacks. Like, dad's watching football. Ask him. He's got legs. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, no, I want you to get it. And you're like, hey, yo, bro, I need to fucking sit for a hot minute before I torch this house down. (laughs) Mom, I dropped my car. Okay, get it. No, you get it. Yeah. Nah, bitch, you get it. You literally can't even take a shit or a piss in peace. I hide in the bathroom and it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. My son will still bust in and be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I just need a fucking minute. Yeah. Bro. Anyway, so it's hard to tell. But also with a comment like, if he felt neglected, that's his own fault. That's pretty intense. That's a little weird. That's like saying, you know, closed mouth doesn't get fed. Like, well, he should have come to me for attention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... Either way, maybe both sides are pretty fucked up. Yeah. When Joe turned 18, which was in 1973, he joined the military to get away from his home life. All right. And to go, you know, fucking spread his wings and fly. (laughs) Like R. Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) He claims that while he was in the military, he served a tour in Vietnam. And while he was in Nam, he became addicted to heroin. Ooh. Missed opportunity. You should be doing meth, Methany. Right? Get it? Although. Together. I don't think they had meth in Nam. But they did have a lot of opium. Ah, those dens. Those dens. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anything about the history of meth. I'm pretty sure meth is a strictly American fucking business. Cooked up thing from someone's basement and some Drano and like fucking Sudafed. Specifically in like the center of America. Yeah. We're looking at you, Oklahoma. (laughs) Oklahoma's like, it's not us, bro. It's like (laughs) Missouri. It could be, yeah. I watch a lot of Intervention. It's just all of the U.S. We're fucked up. That's fair. Okay, someday we'll fucking look into the history of meth, but not today. Not today. All right, so Joe's addicted to heroin, right, in Nam. Yeah. His mom claims that he never actually went to Vietnam (laughs) and that she remembers him being stationed in Germany, and there's actually no public records that confirm either account, like what the fuck he did in the military. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little bit concerned when you said that he claims he went to Nam, and I was like, that should be pretty uh, straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know why there's so, like, obviously his mom and him don't get along. There's, like, weird differing accounts. Like, you know, she's like, he is being fucking dramatic. And he's like, no, I went to Nam, and I lost both my shins. All of my shins are gone. Mm -hmm. And also, I'm addicted to heroin. Either way, he got addicted to heroin. Yes, either way. After joining the military and becoming addicted to heroin, he lost touch with his mother and he drifted away from his family. Okay. Which sounds like what he wanted to do. Joe was six foot one and very overweight. And ironically, he went by the nickname of Tiny by Ah. those who knew him. (laughs) And after the military, he would spend a lot of time in bars drinking and doing drugs. And he would go to these like homeless encampments. And that's how he lived his life. 
All right. Like I'd go get smash and then I'm going to go crash in like Tent City, right? Yeah. He did have a steady job, but he would always spend all of his money on booze and crack. Evidently, he did crack too and heroin. And so, yeah, this escalated quickly. Pretty sure crack's just like heroin's dirty cousin. Isn't it? Yeah. I don't know enough about drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he'd do all these drugs and he would like, you know, drink a lot of alcohol and he'd spend all his fucking money. And so he didn't have anything left over for rent, right? That's why he was kind of like a nomad. Yeah. Oh, I should say, I had to use a handful of articles to get this information and try to piece it together. So the timeline is a little fuzzy because all the articles were different. All right. And one of the articles is literally his like confession, like his account of everything. But it doesn't really line up with all the other shit that has like dates and stuff. So Uh I did my best to put it together. If it's a little out of order and somebody really knows the story, I apologize. I tried real hard. So per most of our fucking podcast. <laughs> yes. So. Don't use our podcast for research. Yeah. We're here for strictly entertainment purposes. So at some point, like I was saying, he meets a lady friend and they move in together and they have a child together. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And sometime in 1994, Joe comes across a woman by the name of Kathy Magaziner. And she was a 39-year-old prostitute. And for one reason or another, he decides, I'm going to murder this lady. Like oh, shit. He, hires her or whatever and yeah. then he ends up murdering her and buries her in a shallow grave what and then six months later he digs her up i guess he buried her in a shallow grave on his property that he worked at like okay. it was like i'm not 100 percent sure where he worked at here later he works at a company that like builds pallets and stuff and i guess there's a lot of land and uh-huh. shit so i'm not sure if that's where he buried her or if he had another job at the time it just said that he buried her in a shallow grave and later it said like where he worked. Like in another article, it said where he worked because he goes back and he unburies her. Yeah. He digs her body up, takes her head. Oh. Puts it in a box. Oh. And like throws the box away. I read another article that said he fucked the head. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. How I didn't write that. Later? Six months later? Six months later, he dug it up. He took That's the head. Fucking horrific. He it, put it in a box and threw it away. I didn't know why. Actually- Okay, first of all, this escalated really quickly. It did. It did. It was like we were bickering about whether or not he was in Nam, and then suddenly he just fucking murders a prostitute. He's like, and it's, I literally jumped from like 73 to 94. That's how the story's going to (laughs) go. All right. (laughs) There's not a lot in between. (laughs) Jesus. And by the way, he still has the lady friend and a child at this time in his life. Like, I don't know if the lady friend was, uh, she was like, I don't do butt stuff, get a toot. (laughs) Yeah. And he was like, okay, I'm going to do that. And he gets a toot, and then he's like, fuck it, I'm a killer. And then fuck her head. I don't know. And then fuck her head six months later. Yeah, six months later. That is a key detail. He was like, I already paid for her. I don't want to pay for another toot, so I'm yeah. just going to continue using this I'm one. I'm going to dig this one up. That's fucking awful. Yeah. Also, I didn't write the part down where he fucked her head, which is like, you it know. It seems like a pretty pinnacle part in this research. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wish I would have. But I think th- that was in one of the articles that was like, you know how it's like, um, 20 fast facts about yeah the fucking Mr. Metheny. And then you read them all and you're like, that's wild. And then you go back to it and you're like, God damn, there's a lot of these. Yeah. And I never like fucking reread it again for this part of me actually writing it. But I'm like 98% sure he fucked her head. That's okay. Yeah. Well, that's gross. He did not admit to fucking her head in his confession. Mm-hmm. So. Did he admit to digging up her head and putting it in a box and then throwing it away? I don't remember. All right. So at this point, anyway, you know, Joe has his little family or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's working as a long haul truck driver. So he'd be gone for like long stints of time. Yeah. And one day in July of 94, which I'm assuming is shortly after he murdered 
Kathy, he comes home from working overtime and he opens the door to his home that he shared with his family and he finds that everything is missing. Uh oh. And he soon realizes that his old lady had taken everything and moved out of the home, even taking their six year old son with her. Oh shit. He called her his old lady. So that's why I was like, I don't know if they're married or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. You just gotta the be old, together. The old ball and chain. The old ball and chain. Yeah. So she fucking scooped everybody up and was like, deuces. You smell like you fucked a six month old head. So Ugh. I'm not into what you're into, so yeah, bye. Yeah. So according to Joe, he didn't care about the baby mama at all. He was like, whatever, I would have paid her money to leave me. I feel like every guy's gonna say that after the fact. Right. But he describes her as a crack addict and like she wasn't doing so well in her life. But also he fucking said he did crack and heroin and was like drinking booze, right? Yeah. Something something pot calling the kettle black. Right? And he fucked a six month old dead head. Listen, we all have baggage. Yeah, you can't fucking <laughs> throw stones when you live in a glass house. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway, he's like, I would have paid her money to leave me. I don't care. She was addicted to crack and crack is whack, right? Yeah. His problem was, though, that she took his six-year-old son. And he was like, what the fuck? You're not going to take my son away from me. Yeah, like I kind of like that kid. Yeah, he got real riled up about that. He also felt that she couldn't adequately care for him because she was addicted to drugs. So he was, like, worried about his son's well-being. Yeah. Well, are you recognizing the story yet? No. Yeah, I didn't know any part of this. Okay. So after six months of his old lady leaving him, he finds out through the grapevine that she had moved in with another man who was also a junkie. Mm. And this other man was having her sell drugs out on the streets. Mm -hmm. And apparently CPS got wind of this shit, like this little side business they were running. (laughs) One day when um, the old lady, the mom, the whatever, got caught selling drugs and Joe's six-year-old son was put into state custody for like child neglect charges, right? Yeah. And so evidently, Joe had quite the criminal record himself, like his own past was a little shady. Yeah. And I couldn't find out what that history was, but it was enough to where he was unable to get his own son back from social services. He was a crackhead. I'm pretty sure that comes with like fucking some felonies or whatever (laughs) also remember how we said he fucked a six-month-old head i don't know if we've uh, established that yet or not in this uh this part of the podcast yeah (laughs) which i'm sure you know i know he hadn't been caught for yet but maybe in his head he was like i probably shouldn't have that kid either yeah right maybe the kid's better off in the system (laughs) i doubt he had that much of a moral compass but (laughs) i don't know what his history was and i actually don't know if he tried to get his son back but in his little confession he was like my past is too seedy i'm not gonna get him back yeah he had also mentioned in his little confession that like if she had just dropped the six-year-old son off at his mom's everything would have been fine Mm -hmm. like almost as if like she wouldn't want the child like why would she keep him she knows she could have just dropped him off and everything would have been great I don't know. It was weird. Okay. Okay. So anyway, he can't get his son back, right? His son's in the state custody. Yeah. So this makes Joe super like resent his ex because now he's totally lost his son yeah. altogether. And also hate the man that she's living with who's like having her sell drugs on the street and everything. Yeah. And he decides to take it upon himself to exact his revenge. Hmm. All right. He finds out through fucking all his homies on the street that his ex and her new main squeeze would often go get high with other homeless people under Baltimore's Hanover Street Bridge, which was like known to be an encampment for homeless people. Yeah. So one night in 1995, 
Joe goes to this bridge and he's all kinds of fired up. And he's like, I'm going to find my fucking ex. I'm going to give her a piece of my mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So he gets to the bridge and big surprise, neither the ex or the guy is there because when you're all fucking fired up and ready to have the fight, yeah. they're not there, right? Of course. Yeah. And you're like fucking washing your hair in the shower and you're like, next time I'm going to say this shit. Yep. You know? I was literally thinking, it's because you're in the shower, so they're nowhere to be found. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So he gets there. They're not there, right? He does find two homeless men by the name of Randall Brewer and Randy Piker. Randall and Randy. (laughs) And they're like passed out stone on a mattress under the bridge. Uh And Joe believes that these are the men who have been getting high with his ex. Ooh, okay. And so he goes fucking crazy and starts assaulting both men with a fucking axe that he had brought Ooh. just for the occasion of you finding his ex. You don't assault people with an axe. No, 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 you no, You murder no. people with an yeah, axe. Yeah, that's exactly what ended up happening. Both of the men quickly died from the injuries sustained from the axe blows. God damn. And Joe continued to hack away at them until they were unrecognizable and chopped up into tiny little fucking pieces. Ugh. And then he left them right where he found them and was just like, Bye. So he hacked him to death on this mattress. Jesus. That's a little fucking intense. I like, got that out of my system. Is it ringing bells yet? No. Ugh. Okay. I mean, like, a little bit, but not really. You're like, like mattress. That sounds familiar. I'm more like, I mean, people hacked up with an X. That sounds familiar. But- oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> people are going to be so annoyed with me constantly asking, now? <laughs> now? Do you get it? <laughs> okay. So pretty fucking intense, right? Yeah. There's also, I read on one report that said that other people got murdered that night or somebody else had assaulted someone else with the axe and that's why the axe was there oh he left the axe oh oh like somebody he had else found left? the axe yeah 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 i don't know but then I, the another article i read said he brought the axe yeah i don't fucking know there was an axe i don't know the full involved. story about what happened that night but for sure he admits to chopping up these two men on the mattress right and yeah. somebody else might have died with the axe as well but Somebody else got convicted of that shit. Jesus. All right. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a sketchy bridge. It's yeah. a bridge you don't want to be sleeping under, evidently. Apparently. So that same night, he's like all pumped up from his recent kill, right? And Joe found who he claimed to be a, quote, crack whore and mm-hmm. lured her under the bridge under the guise that they were going to get high together. And he gets her high and then he starts questioning her about whether or not she knew any information about his ex. You know, like, oh, you're from these parts. Have you seen her or anything like that? Yeah. And she's like, I don't fucking know who the fuck you're talking about. And Joe's like, "Mm, you're fucking lying. So he decided to beat the crap out of her. Oh, geez. Rape her. Oh, no. And then he kills her (gasps) and he threw her body in some nearby bushes. Jesus. Overreacting much, Joe? Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. This is like the Punisher if the Punisher was a horrible person. (laughs) Right. It's like getting back his like revenge for his family, but also he's like trying to kill his family. Yeah. It's the opposite of the Punisher. It's yeah. It's the evil Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he has a cool car. Probably not. He doesn't even have a cool house. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, isn't he like a crackhead homeless guy? (laughs) Basically. He probably has a really cool semi truck. Oh, there you go. Probably has flames on it. (laughs) Okay. So then that same night, he goes out and he finds a second lady and he proceeds to do the same thing to her where he brings her under the bridge to like, you know, let's do drugs, asks about the ex. And when the woman's like, I don't fucking know who that is, he rapes and kills her as well. This is just some fucked up interrogation. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? By the way, this is all his account. So I'm not really sure how much is true. Like, you know, we were saying before that he says that he was super neglected as a child and went to Nam, and we're like, I don't know how much of it is true. Yeah. He may or may not have been known to, like, embellish and kind of lie about shit, right? 
Yeah. As people do sometimes. But I feel like I wouldn't embellish and lie about like murdering people. I'd like, be like admitting to a crime. Yeah. I'd be like, no, I didn't do that. That yeah. would be my embellishment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it seems a little. But also like his kill count is at four in one night. And he also says he raped both women. And I'm like, do you think he really raped them? Like, it was done over a span of seven hours. Are so you like, concerned that he might not be able to get it up twice? Yeah, like, you can blow your load that many times? I don't know. Maybe maybe that's enough to get you off. I don't fucking know. I feel like crack or whatever might, like, help. Speed things up. <laughs> Speed. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But he claims, and maybe he didn't finish every time. Uh, I don't know. That's true, too. Yeah. Either way, it was a busy fucking night for Joe. Apparently. So he had the second lady, right? And he was throwing her in the bushes with the other lady when he looked down by the river, which ran under the bridge. And he noticed that there was an older man down there who was fishing and who was looking right at in Joe's direction. Yeah. And Joe's like, well, shit, now I got to fucking loose in. I've got to take care of this man. Got to go rape and kill this guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he goes and he kills him. I guess he finds a steel pipe that was laying on the ground or some shit. And he picks it up, runs towards the man, and bashes him over the head. Jesus. And does it until he dies. Mm-hmm. And then he takes all three of the bodies, like pulls the women out of the bushes, and he weighs them down with rocks and throws them in the river. Okay. So that's five murders in yeah. one night. Like I said. But in who's a, keeping score? In a span of seven hours. Yeah. All according to Joe. Seems like a busy night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he goes and he cleans himself up in the river and he heads home. He's like, Wow. I feel great. Didn't find my ex, but that was a fun night. Yeah. About two and a half weeks later, Joe was arrested on suspicion of murdering those two homeless men that were found chopped up on the mattress. Yeah. And he ends up spending 18 months in the Baltimore City Jail waiting for his trial. Oh, I thought you were going to say just 18 months. And I was like, wow. Oh, no, no, no. It's like cheap. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. No, (laughs) you're going to love where this goes, though. So they just, like, book him, right? Like, uh, you're fucking going in for murder. He didn't have money to pay for his bail, so he just sat there waiting for his trial. Yeah. The trial finally comes, and it lasts a week before it was thrown out of court because there was lack of evidence that Joe had even committed the murders. Wow. Yeah. Well, how did they arrest him for it in the first place? I don't know. See, the articles are so hard to, like, piece shit together. Yeah. But remember how I said there was also another murder happened that night and somebody else got convicted for that? Yeah. Well, That guy had a trial, obviously, and he got convicted of that murder. And I'm not sure if they pinned the other two homeless men, Randall and Randy. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if they pinned it on that man because it was like the same murder weapon or what. Jeez. And again, like we don't know if Joe's lying. There was no evidence to tie him directly to those murders. Yeah. But either way, he said he did it and he got away with murder. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I guess murder is cheap for him. Right? So now Joe is set free and he goes up to one of his old bosses that he used to work for and he asks if he can have his old job back. And his old job was driving a forklift for a company that made pallets, like I said. Yeah. And the company was called Joseph Stein and Son Pallet Company. Okay. Just for funsies if anybody fucking lives around there and they're like, hey, I know that place. (laughs) So the company had a trailer on site and Joe asked if he could stay in that trailer and in exchange he would keep an eye on the place during off hours, right? Yeah. And his old boss was like, sure, that sounds like a great idea. And they gives him his old job back and lets him live in the trailer. Well, the land was like super isolated and was perfect for allowing Joe to continue to murder. All right. He proceeds to find two more ladies of the night. And one was a woman by the name of Kimberly Spicer, who is 23. Uh-huh. Again, it gets fuzzy about who is murdered when and like... He just calls them all crack whores, which is fucking, you know, very respectful and lovely. Yeah, yeah. But then I tried to, like, piece in what their actual names were Yeah, when it was happening, but it's really hard. 
I didn't find one thing that was like cohesive. So bear with me. I know one of the ladies name was Kimberly Spicer. Okay. So he brings them back to her, uh, his trailer. And once he had them inside, he would attack, rape, and murder them by stabbing them or strangling the women. Oh, my God. Then, here's where it gets a little interesting. He would chop up their bodies and put the human flesh into Tupperware containers and then store them in his freezer. Uh-huh. Because what else are you going to do with it? What else are you going to do? I'm going to freeze this shit. I can't eat all of that meat. Oh, my God. Why are there so many goddamn cannibals around? I don't know. It's fucking weird, right? Okay, so then he would take the, quote, unusable parts of the body, and he would throw them into several makeshift graves on the property where he worked. Again, this is the pallet company. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that original murder of Kathy Magaziner, I'm not sure if he worked at the pallet company then and, like, buried her on that site. Yeah. But I know now he's working there and living there, and this is where he ends up. He makes a ton of little makeshift graves and, like, buries body parts in several places. All right. Jesus. Okay. Then what he proceeded to do next is what makes him so famous, and I'm sure you will remember who he is. All right. And if not... Pressure. (laughs) If not, then that's kind of fun that you forgot it because it's a crazy case. Over the weekends, he would open up a pit barbecue stand on the side of the road, and he would sell hamburgers. No. Only these hamburgers weren't made from beef. They were made from beef, ham, as well as the human flesh of Joe's victims. No. All mixed together. That's how you get mad people. (laughs) It's like mad cow, but worse. (laughs) Like foaming at the mouth. Oh, my God. Oh, that's awful. So literally humans were eating humans, and they had no fucking clue. Do you think it was good? Well, he says that once the meat was all mixed together, no one could tell the human flesh like was in the burgers because it tastes like pork. Oh. So no. So no, it wasn't good? No, no, no. So no, people didn't notice, according to him. Nobody complained. Nobody was like, these taste funny. Oh, my God. Do you remember the story now? No. What? If I show you the picture of the guy, you're going to be like, oh, that guy. Maybe. (laughs) Because it's like, I'll I'll put the picture on our website. Yeah. But it's the picture of like a big overweight man. He looks like he's got crazy fucking teeth. He kind of looks like a big old Uncle Fester. And he's going like, ah, at the camera. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this guy. Oh, Joe Metheny. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Now it's all coming back yeah. together. It's, it's with that picture. Back, it's all coming back to her. Oh. Now. Well, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So he would fucking sell the human flesh as burgers. <gasps> Ugh. Do you think it was like someone's favorite place to eat? Like when the fucking taco guy goes to the bar? Oh, God. Right. Or like you have family from out of town. You're like, dude, you got to try these burgers. Yeah. I don't know what it is. They're fucking addicting. Delicious. I get itchy after I eat them for some reason. Uh, Maybe they're addicted to like the drugs that were in the women's uh, system. Is that how that works? Yeah. Is that how that works? Can you cook out crack? (laughs) (laughs) Like you burn off alcohol? (laughs) And it just leaves the like sweet crack flavor behind? Yeah. But without the alcohol? Exactly. (laughs) Without the actual crack? (laughs) Wait, is this crack? Was this crack cooked up in the basement of a Minnesota home? Mm-hmm. Mm. This crack was ran through an onion patch. Distinct flavors <laughs> of the Pineapple Express. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So on December 8th, 1996, he lures another drug-addicted female back to his trailer by the name of Rita Kemper. And the whole purpose of him doing this is because he said he was running low on his special meat, which oh my is God. gross. So he lures her in, right? He ripped her clothes off and started to beat her and attempted to rape her. He said that she was screaming 
But there was no one around to hear her because he's so secluded, right? And he just laughed at her. Oh, that's fucked up. Then he turned away from her for a split second and she escaped him. (gasps) So she runs out of the trailer and the trailer was fenced in by this like eight foot chain link fence. Yeah. And it had barbed wire at the top because it's like a company, right? Yeah. But there was a spot where there was a stack of pallets that she used to climb up it. Like a ladder, and she scaled over the fence oh and my hops God. over it, right? I'm pretty sure she's like naked or ripped clothes or something. I think he had her clothes. Ugh. So she runs down the road screaming frantically, and some man stops to help her and takes her to the police station. Jesus. Yeah. Thankfully, the police believed her when she said, like, I just seen some shit. Yeah. And they immediately go to Joe's trailer to question him. And he has a pile of her clothes. And he has all the fucking evidence, right? Yeah. So when the police arrive, Joe knows that they're coming. Like, he knows what to expect. And so he opens the gate, and the policeman drew his gun and told Joe to get on the ground. And he complies and everything. Like, he knew the jig was up. Yeah. So the lady who escaped, Rita, she tells the police that Joe had said that he was going to kill her just like all the other women and bury her in the yard, too. Yeah. And so they're like, that's pretty fucking suspicious. There's a lot of two and also going yeah, on. So. Yeah. Like, this has happened before? Yeah. Hold up. Let's look for some evidence. Yeah. Let's check into this guy. And so they arrest Joe and they have him for like about a month or so and back and forth. They're like pulling him in for questioning and all this crap, right? Yeah. And he eventually admits to murdering the women and like shows the police where all their little shallow graves are on his property. Mm-hmm. He even took them to the river to show the police where he had weighed down those three other victims in the river. But that had happened three years prior Jesus. to this. Yeah. So there were no bodies that were ever recovered and no evidence or anything. Yeah. Then on December 1st, 1996, at the age of 41, Joe Metheny was charged with the killings of three women, Kimberly Spicer, Tony Ingracia, which I'm not sure... Who she is. She might have been the lady that also was murdered along with Kimberly, the first two in his trailer. Oh, yeah. I couldn't verify where she fell in the timeline. But here's who he gets, like, actually convicted for killing. Mm -hmm. And Catherine Magaziner, Kathy, the original one from before he broke up with his ex and all that shit. Yeah. The one he fucked her head. God. Yeah. (laughs) So is that really insensitive to say? I mean. Pretty much. He did it. The charges for the murder of Tony were dropped because there was insufficient evidence that he had actually murdered her, which is also the one that I'm not quite sure where she falls in the timeline. Yeah. For Kimberly Spicer, he got life without parole. Good. And he was also charged with an attempted sex offense and the kidnapping of Rita Kemper, the woman who had gotten away and told the police. Ugh. And he got 50 years for that. God damn. One of the women that he had killed, Kathy Magaziner, the prosecution argued that because Joe had taken her clothing and purse and buried them separate from her body, that he had robbed her (sighs) and that this was evidence of an aggravated offense, which would then allow the jury to invoke the death penalty. Oh, wow. And so the jury found him guilty and put him on death row. I would think that just fucking murdering someone would was enough give you the death penalty too. Well, here's the, the thing. Yeah, here's the thing. If you don't rob someone, but you kill them, then you just get put, you know, life in prison. Yeah. But because you rob them, that's considered aggravation. So then it's like, oh, we can put you to death. That's crazy. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Okay, so in July of 2000, however, the Court of Appeals overturned the death sentence and changed his sentence to life imprisonment because they found that there was lack of evidence of a robbery. Okay, because he didn't actually take it. He just kind of hid it. He just literally buried it separate. Like That's weird. He just buried it in a hole. Okay. Like, And is it considered robbing somebody if it's after the fact? I don't know. 
I'm sure they argued all of the shit. I don't know. Can you rob from a dead person? I don't know. But here's grave robbing at that point. Yeah. That's got to be a different offense. Yeah. I was like, isn't that another offense? I don't even know. So here's what's odd is Joe was begging for the death penalty and admitted guilt to everything because he didn't want to have it appealed. Like he was like, yeah, I robbed her. Give me death. And his lawyers were the ones who were fighting for his appeal and who won. Mm. And somebody had said in one of the articles that like they didn't speak to Joe directly, but that they are pretty sure that he was happy with it being overturned. Oh. But everything else was like he sat in court and was like, I fucking robbed him. Yeah, I robbed him. Sure. Put me on death row. I want to die. It might be one of those like bolstering kind of things. Like, yeah, "Yeah, whatever. I did that. I don't care. Well, that's the thing is like. In the, all of this story, right, yeah. I don't know what is true. He confesses to a lot of stuff, and there's not any evidence to back up what he's confessing to. Like those five people he murdered in one night. Yeah, so he might just be, like, trying to rack up his body count to be a yeah. badass or something. Exactly. Like, two of those people that he killed that one night were for sure murdered and found. Yeah. But also there was another person who got convicted of murdering somebody else and potentially those other two people yeah yeah so like was that really joe or wasn't it was Mm -hmm. he there or wasn't he is he just making that story up is he just trying to be like a badass or get the death penalty for whatever reason yeah and he for sure murdered those other three women because they were like scattered all over his property but did he really chop them up and sell them in a burger stand or is Uh, he just saying that yeah to be facetious you know like yeah i don't know and it's hard to tell what's a lie and what's true And there's not a lot of evidence that you can back up some of the things he's saying. Remembering his picture, I feel like he definitely ate people. I know. Okay, here's the thing, though. That picture is creepy as fuck. Yes. And all of his, like, arrest pictures, he just looks like a normal dude. Mm. It's weird. He just looks like a normal dude who, like, might ride a motorcycle. Yeah. Like, he's got, you know, he's bald with, like, a fucking flavor saver goatee thing, you know? (laughs) Maybe not a flavor saver. It's, like, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Well, I okay. want to see his regular fucking mug shots or whatever. And he was like a bigger guy. But like the one picture you're thinking of, yeah. he looks like ginormous. And then yeah. all the other pictures, you're just like, yeah, it's just some guy with a belly who probably likes to sit next to the fucking pool and do cannonballs when everybody doesn't want to be wet. You know? like. <laughs> okay. So then my last bullet here is on August of 2017, when Joe was 62 years old, he was found unresponsive by a prison guard in Maryland around 3 p.m. And that was on a Saturday. And he died in prison. His death was under investigation, but I could not for the fucking life of me figure out how he died or whatever came of that investigation. So it doesn't sound like it was like a fucking traumatic or assault or anything like that. So I would assume maybe because he was a really big guy, he had a heart attack. Maybe. Yeah. 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 They didn't say like he was stabbed or anything, but they didn't really give any details. They were just like he was found unresponsive Mm. and were investigating. That's crazy. So that's the story of Joe Roy Metheny. That's fucking crazy. And you kind of already knew it, but you forgot it all. And you didn't know all that other shit about it. I didn't know most of that, I'm pretty sure. And then I barely pieced it all together when you mentioned the picture. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do remember that guy. Uh, Oh, yeah. I feel really bad that the timeline of all the women who were murdered and shit is so sketchy. I tried so hard to piece it together. So if I fucked it up, I'm really, really sorry. Well, I felt like I kept along. Yeah. Uh, he murdered a lot of fucking people. Yeah. And he did the same thing. It basically was like strangling or stabbing and raping and then cutting them uh-huh. up and selling them to eat. And evidently he fucked somebody's head. I mean, if you're going to kill me and like eat my body and stuff, don't rape me. That's just fucked up. No. Well, hopefully they were dead for that. But I doubt because they, it was like prostitution, right? Like yeah. they were there to do drugs and to. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. 
gross. Oopsie. All right, you ready for my story? I'm so ready. Okay, so mine is about Mary Dempsey. Mary was a 53-year-old mother of two Uh who worked at a credit union in San Antonio, Texas as a mortgage loan processor. Ooh, sounds so exciting. Yeah, but she loved her job and fucking had a good time there, right? Got it. Her children were her world, per usual. Yeah, as us mothers do, Mm -hmm. because we're awesome. Exactly. She (laughs) had a boy and a girl, uh, Matthew, who was 18, and Jessica. I think she was older, but I'm not sure how old she was. Okay, so her children are grown. Yeah, yeah. She had separated from the children's father, Jack, in 2016. So this is a recent case. Alrighty. So her son, Matthew Dempsey, was in an ROTC program in high school, and he had aspirations to join the military. Okay. But unfortunately, in October of 2018, he was arrested for a DUI and given a $1,000 bail. Oh. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Can't do that. He's out on bail. Okay. And then he moved out of his mom's house and into a mobile home with his pregnant girlfriend. Oh, shit. As I mentioned. real. Yeah. He's 18. Yeah. Apparently, he doesn't have a history of making good decisions. No. But. Knocking people up, having DUIs. Yeah. I mean, basically, he's just being 18, but like unfortunate circumstances where he gets caught both times. Yeah. Literally, everything goes wrong for him. Yeah. He got caught for all of it. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But Mary fucking loved him. Yeah. He was going to help him. Yeah. He was still her little baby and all that. Right. So as I said, Mary worked at a credit union and she was the type of employee to never miss a day unexpectedly. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the best thing you can do for yourself if you're going to get murdered. Seriously. Be reliable. Have a routine. Yes. Yeah. So on Tuesday, April 9th of 2019, so just last year, guys. Oh, jeez. Yeah. When Mary didn't show up for work, her coworkers got concerned and tried calling her. Yeah. They weren't able to reach her, so they called her daughter, Jessica, to see if she had heard from her. Oh, that is not a call I ever want, for the record. No, no. And Jessica said she hadn't heard from her, but she would go check on her. Okay. She didn't live at home, neither Ugh. did Matthew. So. No. Don't yeah. do it, Jessica. No. Uh, have somebody else do it. That's the neighbor. Well, Jessica got to the house and she found her mom's car was gone, but both oh. the doors were unlocked. Okay. And so she goes inside and she said it appeared as if someone had ransacked the house. Oh, no. She That has got to make your heart sink, like, fucking, instantly. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You know some shit went down. Yeah. Oh, God. So then she sees a blanket on the floor in the living room. Uh-huh. And she gets closer to go check it out. And she noticed a pool of blood no! underneath it and what appeared to be a person. Oh, God. But not her mom. Well, she immediately gets out of the house. Good. And she calls the police because she's probably like, yeah. I don't want that shit burned in my fucking memory. Right. Also, crime scene. Don't want to touch shit. Yeah. Really smart of her. And what if somebody's still in the house? Exactly. Yeah. So she just pieces the fuck out of there. Good and calls for her. The yes. Oh, my God. She sounds like a fucking genius. Right. So I far. don't know that I would have done the same thing in that scenario. I would have definitely touched everything and gotten my DNA everywhere. Yeah. And fucked it all up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And been like, well, that blanket that's thrown across the room that was over this body. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try to reconstruct the scene for you. Yeah. And they're like, stop <laughs> touching things. <laughs> it was here. You're like moving the blanket back. Exactly. <laughs> so the police arrive and they find out that it is Mary's body under oh, this no. blanket. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. And she's pronounced dead on the scene. Mm. So the police start canvassing the neighbors and looking for anyone who might have seen or heard something. Yeah. And they find a neighbor that remembers seeing two men leaving Mary's home the night before and that morning. Oh, creepy. Yeah. Okay. So police somehow 
believe that Mary's son, Matthew, might have been involved in some way. No. And so they go to his mobile home. Okay. He wasn't home at the time, but one of the police officers looks in the trash can outside and finds a trash bag with bloody clothes inside. Oh, that's the worst idea he ever had if he did this. Right? Oh, that's not a good spot to hide it. That's That's the first spot they're going to look. Out in the open. And you don't even need a warrant to go there. In my trash can. Yeah. Yeah. So when Matthew and his girlfriend get home, the police arrest both of them under suspicion of murder. Yeah. Oh, my God. That poor girlfriend. If she had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, immediately, the girlfriend is like, yep. Matthew (gasps) admitted to me that he killed his mom. What? And he did it with his friend Daniel. (gasps) Why? So. That bastard. Right? I swear to God, if any of my children murder me, I'm going to be so fucking pissed. Oh, my God. No. Yeah, that's a timeout for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That definitely warrants, like, I brought you into this world. I can take you out of it. Oh, for sure. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. What happened? So the police were like, perfect. Let's go get a warrant for this Daniel guy, right? Okay. And they arrest him as well. Mm -hmm. His name is Daniel Sosato. I don't know if I address that later, but. Okay, but just so we know. Yeah. He got a a last name. Yeah, he also has a last name. (laughs) So meanwhile, in the other room, Matthew's also being questioned, and he admits to everything. So what had happened was. Tell me. Matthew and Daniel apparently thought that they should rob Mary. So the two went to her home when she wasn't there, and they started collecting valuables and whatever they thought would be good to steal, right? Uh Uh-huh. Then Mary comes home in the middle of this and turns on the light. And she sees Daniel, who's like, well, fuck, right? Uh, Hi. Yeah. Hi, Mrs. whatever. Dempsey. (laughs) Hi, Mrs. Dempsey. So then Matthew, her son, her loving baby boy. Oh, God. Comes up behind her (gasps) and hits her with a bat. What the fuck, Matthew? He starts beating her with this bat until Daniel grabs his own bat and starts beating (gasps) Mary as well. Was there a plan to kill her or was it just to rob her? And then shit went astray quickly. I think shit went south when she came home like i don't think that they intended for her to get home you know what wouldn't be so bad is walking in and being robbed and it being your child yeah because you'd just be like what the fuck are you doing get out of here yeah like seriously again with this dui and your fucking pregnant girlfriend and shit like get out of my house i know you need money tell me you need money yeah or like or whatever it is yeah like should i be going to the pawn shop to buy my shit back exactly (laughs) what other shit did you sell exactly but like you don't murder your mom. Well, so they beat her with these baseball bats, right? Yeah. At this point, I'm hoping that she was knocked unconscious. Dear Lord, hopefully. Because then... Oh, God. Matthew decides to go to the kitchen and get a knife. Why? No, this is too far. Like, hitting her in the head out of, like, surprise? Okay. Yeah, like, oh, shit. I didn't know it was you even though I'm at your house. No, this is, like, aggravation. He's mad. This is, this is fucking fucking overkill. Okay. So he comes back to Mary and he slits her throat. Oh. This is her son. This is her 18-year-old son. Why? Here's the thing. I don't have an answer for the why. That's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Oh. This one fucked with me. And it fucked with me because I don't know. I don't know why. That's awful. So then Matthew grabs his mom's blanket from her room and he puts it over her body. That's a sign of remorse to like cover up what you did. I have heard that. Yeah. Yeah, So he's like he doesn't want to look at it. Yeah. Well, Uh, I mean. Who would? 
I feel like the remorse should have come after like hitting her once with the bat. Yeah, you went a little crazy back there. Yeah, because I can only imagine this 53-year-old woman fucking dropped when you hit her in the back of the head oh, with a bat. Oh my God, right? And when she recognizes the people, she's not fighting back. She's like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Well, he was friends with Daniel in high school. So I'm assuming that she Mary, knew. Yeah, Mary had met this kid before. Like when she turns on the light and sees Daniel, she's probably like, the fuck are you doing here? Like, what are you doing, Daniel? Yeah, yeah like. That's what I mean. Like, she's probably not fighting back. She's, like, more stunned or questioning, you yeah, know? Yeah, confused. Of like, yeah. Yeah. If it was somebody you don't know, you might be like, ah, and, like, run away. But exactly. But somebody you know, you're going to be like, uh, hey. hi? Yeah. Um, Matthew doesn't live here anymore. Yeah. Like, Matthew's not home? How'd you get in? This Which, by the way, Why I don't the- think that I mentioned it, but they got in because Matthew had a key. Yeah. I mean, it's his house, right? Well, well he doesn't live there house. anymore. But, yeah. Yeah. He had a key to his house. I can get house. into my parents' house. Yeah. So... After he puts the blanket over her, the two guys just go about their business, continuing to load up on whatever they wanted to steal. Oh, no. And Matthew goes through his mom's wallet and grabs her credit cards, cash, and keys, and then loads up their haul into his mom's car. Oh, shit. They stop at an ATM and withdraw some money from her account. Leaving a fucking trail. I was going to say, which, even if they hadn't been caught immediately, like, you, you would have been caught quickly. You would have been caught after that ATM. It's 2019. You don't think every ATM has a fucking camera? Right? Like, you're not very smart, are you? Not at all. And no. she works at a credit union. You would think that she's <laughs> talked business to him before at some point. Right? Like, oh, we have this picture of this guy who tried to steal from our ATM. Yeah, like, like he would know this? Yeah. Oh. So I guess... Did, was the, he doing drugs or some shit? Literally, nowhere did it address any kind of drugs or that huh. he had any issues. I mean, he had a DUI, so he was kind of... Maybe like, he shady, but yeah. at the same time, a DUI does not mean that you do drugs. I was going to say, I don't even think a, date, a DUI means you're shady. Like, you just you drank just one time made and made a bad, a bad decision. decision. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, who the fuck hasn't? Yeah. Yeah. But maybe he had a drinking problem. Maybe he had Speculating a drinking wildly. Problem. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking maybe he was, like, hanging out with the wrong crowd. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. if you go to this party or something and, like, your friends let you drive home drunk, maybe those friends aren't, like, the greatest people. Yeah. Not putting anything on anyone, but, like, just yeah. trying to think of the situation that Scenarial. might lead to him robbing and murdering his mom. And making some dumbass decisions. Seriously. So... I guess the two guys go to their respective homes and then Matthew confessed everything to his girlfriend. Oh, shit. And then the police showed up like later that day to the arrest him. The girlfriend didn't do anything? Here's the thing. Yeah. They weren't home when the cops showed up to arrest them. So uh-huh. I don't know that she necessarily had time to do anything. Yeah, maybe you're like, oh, shit, self-preservation. Exactly. When I get a moment. Exactly. And he's like, oh, we got to go to Costco or whatever. And, and she's so she's like, like yeah, yeah, let's do our normal chores I together. Need paper towels. Yeah. And like maybe they went and were doing stuff. Or maybe she was shady. I don't actually know. Yeah, that's scary. I believe that she testified against him. So I so, don't yeah. think she was like intentionally in on it or anything got like it, that. Got it, got it. So, like I was just kind of saying, I don't believe that the girlfriend was charged with anything, even though she was initially arrested. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was arrested? Well, yeah, because they found the bloody clothes and they were living together. And so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they just yeah. arrested both That's of right. them to be like, hey, yeah, let's question these people, right? Yeah, some shady shit going on at your house. Exactly. So Matthew and Daniel were both charged with capital murder. Oh, God, and good. Matthew was 19 years old when he accepted a plea deal. Oh, God. For- Why? Is there not enough evidence? Why do you have to do plea deals? I don't know. That's but he, stupid. He got 42 years Ugh. and he would be eligible for parole in 21 years. What? Yeah. 
that's like literally the prime of your life yeah he was 19 so i guess maybe not literally but like he'll be 40 i'm looking forward to 40 yeah yeah it's not even that far away no that's crazy yeah but wow i think of the fucking u.s prison system and i don't feel like we really focus on rehabilitation no so this kid who's 19 makes some bad decisions and then robs and murders his mom then spends more than his lifetime in In, jail like he's not going to come out better no i don't know oh he's gonna come out a little rough he's gonna come out a little rough yeah yeah oh man so his family doesn't believe that justice was done and they wished that he would have gone to trial how pissed would you be if you if that was your brother well i don't know what jessica's thoughts on all of it were but she approved the plea deal the 42 years oh really yeah oh that's weird so maybe she just didn't want to go through it you know like the traumatic uh, yeah the trauma of a trial well her parents had separated i'm not sure how involved mr dempsey was in their lives but if you lose your mom because your brother killed her Oh, then God. you're going to lose your brother, too. Like, that's kind of the only family that you have. Again, I don't know how involved Ugh. the dad was. He might have been, like, yeah. you know, right there and everything, and she had a dad still. That's a fucking lot to take in. Yeah. Oy. So she might have been at a point where she's just like, I don't want to destroy my entire family all in one fell swoop. Like, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Ugh. Which, I don't know. I don't think I would want to make that decision. No. I was just going to say, I hope she had, like, people around her to help her, you know? Like, when you're... In, like, a traumatic state of mind. Yeah. You like, might not make the best decisions. Yeah. Not saying that she didn't make the best decision for her, because what the fuck do I know? Exactly everything you just named off. But, yeah. like, you know. But she might regret it or something. I hope she had people helping her. Yeah. yeah. I don't God know. God damn, that sucks. But the rest of the family didn't agree with it. Oh, that's like crazy. the mom's sisters. Yeah, I I'm sure. Yeah, were they were like, pissed. what the actual fuck, bro? Like, yeah. That's my nephew. Send him to trial. Wow. Yeah. So Daniel hasn't had his trial yet. Wow. But it's that recent. Yeah. But part of Matthew's plea deal was that he agreed to testify against Daniel if he goes to trial. Oh, really? Yeah. So is he say, is he claiming like he did the final blow or something? But I mean, bro, you slit her throat. Well, the articles that I read didn't specify one of the articles that I read said that Matthew was the one that grabbed the knife and slit her throat. Other articles said that they then grabbed the knife mm. and they slit her throat. Like that one of them did it, but it didn't specify who. Ooh. So and Matthew was the one to hit her first with mm. the bat. So I don't Maybe I that's don't his know. defense or something, you yeah. know? Like, oh, I was just hitting her to stun her and then Daniel went crazy. Yeah, it could be. Daniel's trial was supposed to be like last month in december oh wow and i think it got pushed back so i don't think he's had it yet oh wow our fucking court system is so backed up i know so if you get called in for jury duty fucking go yeah what state is this in oh texas i think you said texas yeah yeah, texas yeah 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 oh man i'm sure to be on a jury in any case in texas is very entertaining right (laughs) so then i started blasting (laughs) (laughs) pew 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 yeah but like we kind of addressed earlier I couldn't figure out the why in all of this. Yeah. And it didn't, didn't say that he had confessed that part. That's so sad. Yeah. Oh, I'd be so mad if my kid murdered me. I would be pissed if my kid murdered me. Yeah. But also, like, as a child who once had parents 
Like, I feel like if I was caught doing something, stealing from them, and they came home, I would much rather just take the lecture that you're going to get. Like the, I'm disappointed in you. How could you fucking do this to me? Get out of my house. Exactly. Then murder them. That was an extreme step. Yeah. That's what makes me think there has to have been like drugs or alcohol or something. Or maybe he was just like mentally unstable, but he had a girlfriend and like got her pregnant and everything. And I I wonder what her take is, you know, like, yeah, yeah he was crazy or like, no, oh, he threatened was, violence or anything. Yeah. Like he was totally normal and that totally shocked me. Like, I want to know more. Yeah. Yeah. That's I crazy. too. And I wow. like fell into this and I was like, I have to do this one. And yeah. then of course I start like, okay, you get all the facts and you're like, okay, but but like why but now though? what? Yeah. yeah. But like why? What happened? Yeah. There's nothing here. Well, that... it sounds like we're still in the middle of it. So. Yeah. Ooh, you'll have to give an update. I will. Ooh. If I hear about whatever happens, I'll try and fucking remind me one year. Daniel Salcedo. That's so weird that like all of these names sound really familiar to me, but I don't re- recollect anything that you just said. Oh, really? All of the names sound familiar though. Weird. Like deja vu familiar. Weird. Hopefully I don't know the family. <gasps> That'd be weirder. That's in Texas. So probably not. Yeah. I know people in Texas. Mm. I got connections, you girl. You got people in Texas? Mm, girl. Yeah. You don't even know. But everyone on like her Facebook and everything is like, I'm so sorry that this happened to you. Like you wow. are such a loving person. Oh, that's so sad. And basically like, I uh, know uh, how much you loved your children, this uh, and that. Like it was fucked up. Oh, that's so messed up. Yeah. I wonder if he has remorse. He better. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess he put a towel over her, a blanket over her. So Yeah. Also, the pictures of Matthew and Daniel, like, mm-hmm. they just look like kids. Every oh. article was like, I saw two men leaving. I saw men, like, these two, he was, this man was arrested for killing his mom. And then you think about it and you're like, but he's 19. He was yeah. 19 when he went to trial. Well, he didn't go to trial. When he took the plea bargain. Yeah. Oh, God. He was 18 when he, when he murdered her. That's so young. So, yes, technically he's a man, but, like. They don't look like it. He's a child. They look like teenagers. Yeah. And yeah. fucking mentally still a child. Yeah. If you oh, were yeah. like 18, 19, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Make a decision that affects the rest of your life. When I was 18. Ugh, I did. I got tattoos. I love them still though. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and people join the military and go do that kind of thing. Like yeah. I feel like 21 at, at least. Yeah. Like you're still fucking developing. Even 21, now. I've done some stupid shit. Oh, yeah. Every year I learn something new. Exactly. I About still life. mentally feel like a child. But <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Barely scraping oh, by. Oh, god damn. That's crazy. Yeah. That sucks. Doesn't it? Ugh. That one pulls out my heartstrings just because, like, if there is no reason other than he legit was just robbing her and fucking snapped, Yeah, that's some scary fucking shit to live your life with. Yeah. Having children ourselves. Yeah. And imagine raising a kid for fucking 18 years and you're like... Go be in the world. Even if I'm pissed at you because you got a chick pregnant. Yeah. Like, even if But it sounded like she was supporting him. Like, that was his baby or her Her, baby Yeah, that was her baby boy and everything. Like, from what I could tell, everything, she was nice and everything like that. But Facebook isn't necessarily going to be like, and then I kicked him out of my house because he got his fucking chick pregnant. Facebook isn't going to be like, wow, you really raised a dick back there, Mary. Exactly. And they're not going to be like. See, I told you. Yeah, my piece of shit son or anything like that. No, they're not going to say anything like that. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. So I don't, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors kind of thing. Oh, God, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, goddamn. Goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, let's close this bitch out then. All right.
Well, there's going to be pictures pertaining to our cases on isgdpodcast.com. So if you want to check those out, please do head on over there. You can also find links to our Patreon and our merch. Uh Uh-huh. And if you want to suggest any cases or email us, just drop us a line. Want to tell us that we're awesome. Want to tell us that you hate us. Want relationship advice. I am fucking goddamn determined to fix someone's relationship. And by fix, I mean just give you advice advice it won't be good no i yeah why i keep keep saying saying that that. that's why people aren't writing in (laughs) (laughs) you keep saying that i'm like oh god i don't want to give any kind of advice i I am in no position i want to be a dear aaron (laughs) oh god which speaking of because you're gonna say to email us at at isgdpodcast at gmail.com that's right yep uh i owe so many replies to so many fucking people and please don't hate me I let them pile up throughout the week and then I'm like, I'm going to do it. And then it'll be like a week and a half later. And then I finally slam them all out. And then like every Monday we get a ton more and I'm like, I'm behind again. (laughs) I love you all. I read them. I swear I'm going to reply. It used to be so much easier when I was feeding a baby all fucking night long. Like I could reply then. Yeah. But life just got a little hectic going back to work and being sick. But I promise fucking keep writing me because I will reply to all of them and I love you all so much well don't worry just tell me to look at them if they're relationship advice and I'll handle those ones. yeah yeah yeah. you <laughs> can have those <laughs> all right and we are also on Facebook Twitter and Instagram yeah, at y'all. ISGD podcast or you can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Oh, also, go subscribe, rate, and review us. Go tell your friends about us because we have this new fucking goal. Uh, yeah, of hitting, you know, double our numbers. Hell our, yeah. Our listeners. So you guys are the ones who are going to help us with that. <gasps> Sorry, you just got a chore. Ah, they're cool with it. <laughs> but the more you go fucking write shit on there and tell people like, yeah, hey, I love this podcast or whatever, then it puts us on lists and people find us and it's great. Yep. Is that all? That's it. Love you. Love you more. Bye. Bye.